Alchemy is a seemingly magical process of transformation, creation, or combination. Beyond alchemy is more than that. It's about discovery. It's about the experience. It is about the order and chaos that brought us here. Beyond Alchemy is Making Sense's podcast in which greater speakers tell extraordinary stories of the technology world. This podcast goes from the conception of the idea to the exit. In each stage of this journey, we have the right person to answer the questions you may be asking yourself. There is no software without experience, and we build software people love with unique stories behind. Are you ready to bring your business to the next level? Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Beyond Alchemy. This is your host, Mariana Jurich, and today we're going to be talking about a very interesting topic, fundraising. In order to do that, we have a guest that is going to be walking us through his experience. His name is Hang Wen. He is an experienced executive and technologist with over 30 years of experience in IoT, AI, medical devices, wireless, and chip design. He founded and led two startups through successful M&A exits, raising multi-million dollar funds in the process. Hank pioneered and invented multiple well-known and useful technologies, including a digital hard disk drive, DVD drive, and ultra-wideband wireless, along with over 35 patents. Lastly, he founded OnSky Health to commercialize a contactless health sensor pad for elderly patients and babies. Without further ado, Hank, welcome to the episode. Thank you. Thank you, Mariano. It's my pleasure to be here and uh, share my experience with uh, you and the audience. Absolutely, and we're very looking forward to do that. Um, so for the audience, Hang and, and I, uh, we met a couple, a couple of weeks ago. We got introduced uh, by Christina Boy. She's a very good friend of ours. So Christina, thank you so much for the introduction if you're listening. Uh, I think this is going to be a very interesting episode, Hang. But let's, let's start from the beginning. Uh, why don't you tell the audience who you are and what do you do? So uh, my name is uh, Hung Nguyen. I'm the founder and CEO and also the inventor at uh, OnSky Health International. So as uh, Mariano mentioned, you know, prior to OnSky Health, you know, I've done several companies uh, from startups, you know, to big company to small companies. And I raise uh, fundings, you know, from a small amount to big amount, you know, over multi-million dollars. And um, uh, currently I'm working at uh, OnSky as a CEO and we developing uh, this uh, sensors. This is a contactless health sensor that actually can be used for the elderly, you know, and for patients and also for babies. We uh, successfully raised about $3 million at the beginning of the company uh, at the seed route. And uh, uh, just last year, at the end of last year, you know, we also closed additional $1 million and we continue to raise more funding for, for the future. Well, that's, that's impressive. Congratulations on that. And 
you know, it comes very handy, that experience, because that's exactly what we want to talk about in this episode. So, so far, we talked about three different topics before on the three episodes prior to this one. We talk about how to traction ideas. We talk about how to co validate competitive advantage of those ideas. And uh, the episode for this one, we talk about how to drive momentum with design, right? So this is a point in time where we have our idea we have our foundation and competitive advantage validated. We have our initial MVP and designs, and we're getting momentum in the process, right? So what we need right now is money, right, to materialize this. So let's let's start from the beginning um, for people out there that are trying to raise money for, for their startups or their ideas. So um, let's start with what nobody tells you about raising money. So what, what are you know some good thoughts or experiences that you could share with us? Actually, I'm not saying here that I'm the expert in fundraising. You know, basically, I'm just like everyone else, you know, is the entrepreneurs. Uh, we have ideas, you know, we have products, and we need to be able to bring the product to the market. So we need to raise funding. I spent, you know, many years, uh, you know, through different companies, you know, and raising funding. So some of my experience telling me that fundraising is uh, actually it's not fun, but it's actually needed. It's really needed for startups, right, for companies. Well, you know, what, uh, what nobody tells you, you know, I see that when you're just starting company, you know, many people tell you, okay, just go ahead, you know, talking to VC right away, talk to, you know, big companies right away, you know. I think that, you know, the first thing that uh, we should do when we have an idea is that, you know, raising funding from the right investors. So basically, you know, we're looking for, the key thing here is that to look for the right type of investors to align with the current stage of your company. So for example, you know, if you just have an idea, then you should go to see, you know, family members, family and friends, and even some angel investors so that they can put money into your ideas. When you uh, already have traction, when you already have some revenue and, um, traction with customers, then that is a time to go and see bigger, you know, investor, for example, venture capitals or partners, you know, strategic partners. So the key thing is that, you know, look for the right type of investors that can match, you know, with the stage of your company. Good. And well, I, I guess we, we could talk a lot about that, but um, let's focus on the, you know, what are, what are the common mistakes that people make the first time that they are trying to fundraise? There's a couple of mistakes that I uh, encountered, you know, even myself, is uh, first of all, is to worry too much about the valuation of your company, right? Because as, you know, we, the, we are the one who creating the company. We always, you know, as the founder of the company, we always think that our company is the best, you know? Valuation should be very high. But uh, my advice is that, you know, uh, you should not, you should be flexible without letting investor taking advantage of you, of course, you know, but be flexible in terms of valuation because uh, you can always build up the valuation with the performance of the company. So don't worry too much about it. And the second thing is that, you know, we think that we can work with any VC, would work with any investors. That's not true. You will see some good investor that will help you and some bad investors, okay? And some bad investors, you know, could bring your company down, could cause a lot of frictions, you know. So the key thing is that to be, be selective when you accepting investment from investors. So Hong, from, from your perspective, and this is completely your take on this, it's not that this is, you know, the, the absolute truth, but I'm curious from your perspective, what makes an investor a bad investor? I'm doing quoting marks here. 
Well, you know, uh, investor, they each one of them, each company or each individual have a different kind of expectation. You're talking to 100 investors, you will see different kind of expectations, right? But, you know, when you're working with bigger investors, you know, they will big expectation. They want, you know, to be able to go IPO. They, they want to push, you know, the company go as fast as possible, right? Because it actually is their job anyway, right? But then again, you know, if you are not ready and they push you too fast, then it could causing problem for the company, right? So that's one thing. Second thing is that, you know, the investor and the entrepreneur do not get along, do not see the same thing. So if you are not in the same wavelength, then actually that will cause a lot of problem. You know, the entrepreneurs will see a lot of friction, you know, with these uh, investors. Yeah, I guess, I guess, you know, sharing a common vision and goal, it, it's very important, especially in early stages where you need, you know, pretty much everything needs to be built. That's very interesting. And, you know, another other thing that I always listen, you know, very often is from entrepreneurs is I don't want to give up too much equity on an early stage. So what, what can you tell us about that? Yeah, so that, that's true. You know, we don't want to give up a lot of equity at the beginning. But, you know, don't worry too much about that. You know, sometimes, you know, you should using equity so that you can hire good people, right? Um, at the beginning of a company, you know, you probably don't have a lot of cash. So one way to attracting good people is at your equity, right? So I think I would say that be flexible, be generous, you know, with the equity. Uh, and of course, you know, have to be fair too. Hang, what are, what are investors looking for uh, when they look at, uh, you know, an entrepreneur or an idea? Yeah, that's a good question because, you know, everybody think that, you know, investors are looking for the same thing, but not you. Um, for example, if you're raising funding from family, friends, angel investor, right? They actually want you to be acquired. They want you to go through M&A so that they can cash out money. They can get the reward as quickly as possible, you know, maybe within three years. They want to be acquired, you know, the company to be acquired. But if you're talking to VC, venture capital, you know, then they want you to uh, go IPO. They want to see 10x gain, right? Uh, if you're talking to strategic partners, you know, they want to focusing on your technologies. They also want you to help them to enhance their, uh, enhance, you know, their revenues. You know, different investors have a different expectations. So that's why, you know, you need to know, you know, who, you know, who you want to work with. Good. And, and is that something that you feel it's more on the personal level or it's more related with the, you know, different ways that you can get investment? I know that we have type of investment like seeds funding, uh, Series A, Series B, and then you have different ways to get funding for startups like crowdfunding, angel investors, startups, incubators, you know, uh, like uh, bank loans, family and friends, grants. So do you think it's, it's more related with the people behind or with the entity that they belong to? I think that it's both probably. Your company has to be good, you know, with the good ideas and everything, you know. So the people behind, you know, they need to see that, right? Um, they really need to see that, you know, the, the merits of your company, the performance and also the traction, customer traction and everything. So you got to convince them, the people behind, right? But at the same time, you know, some company, they, you know, they do have different kind of uh, expectation. They do have different kind of thesis, you know, they call it thesis, right? Some company only invest in, for example, uh, semiconductor, which is chips. Some company only invest in software, right? And, and that is their guideline, you know. So even the people inside, they want to invest in something else. They can't, you know, because that is the thesis. That is a guideline of the company. 
Good. But for instance, is there is there a way or easy way to determine, for instance, I'm an entrepreneur and you know I'm looking to do get funding to do an exit in a couple of years. Uh, that that's one scenario. Or I'm an entrepreneur and I want to run the business for as long as I can and I want to you know provide good profits and good revenue so the investors can get their returns from there. Or even an entrepreneur and I want to you know get to the an IPO for instance. So. On those three different scenarios, do you see any correlation with, okay, if I want to go down this road, maybe I should be looking, for instance, I don't know, to VCs, right, or angel investors. So is there any correlation or is more, you know, no, there is nothing hard in there? Well, you know, um, you really need to know that, you know, what you really want. When you build a company and uh, the job is really to make it successful, all right, but successful, you know, have a lot of meanings, you know. A successful company doesn't need to go IPO. A successful company doesn't have to go M&A. You know, you can run the business as long as possible and pay dividends, you know, to this, uh, to the investor, right? So it depends on what you really want and whether the investor, you know, that you receiving money, uh, their idea, you know, their expectation align with you or not, right? So, I, for example, you know, if you're raising funding from family, friends, and your investors, right, they probably want you to be acquired. So, so that's what, you know, if you, if you really don't want to go IPO, then maybe that is your, the way that you should go, is that raising funding from angel investor, raising funding from crowdfunding, you know, uh, platforms, even from strategic partners, right, because they will not push you to go IPO, you see? So, or if you want to control your pace, you know, control your pace, that means that, you know, you don't have to really generate revenue right away. You can actually spend more time on R&D. You can spend more time on doing something else, right? So basically, you know, entrepreneurs have the capability to control their pace. But at the same time, you know, um, you need to be realistic and know, you know, what you really want, right? So building a company, the entrepreneur or the founder need to know what you really want to do. You want to keep the company forever, you know, to run it, then that's maybe you need to see different kind of uh, uh, investors, probably not VC. Good. And, and I know you, you, you've been there, done that in the past. So I, I want to get a little bit deeper into that. And I would like you to share some of your previous experiences doing fundraising. But uh, before we do that, uh, we're going to do a quick public service announcement. Um, we'll be right back. Making sense bridges the gap between impossible and possible with great code and design. In Making Sense, we build software people love. We are back. So, Hang, before before this short public service announcement, uh, we were talking about your experiences, right? We mentioned a bunch of you know different ways to get funding for a startup, and I'm really interested to know a little bit more about your experience because I guess at some point you were that person that pretty much started from the scratch, no contacts, you just had an idea, you know, a vision and you want to you know, materialize it. So why don't you talk us uh, or share with us, you know, your experience from that moment in time where you just, you know, you were like, okay, I'm going to do it, but I have an idea and I know nothing else what to do. So how do you get started? Well, you know, uh, it's uh, very interesting, you know, because uh, raising funding, there's an up and down, right? And uh, I tell you a story that, you know, a long time ago when I just started uh, my first company, it was just an idea. You know, I have uh, I had uh, partners, you know, with me, co-founders, and we went out and we raised funding. But at that time, you know, we actually raised funding from a big VC. 
just an idea. You know, we went there and somehow we were able to get inside and and talk to those VCs. You know, they were serious, but at the end, you know, they say no, right? And actually, it causing a lot of negative uh, feeling for us. You know, because this is the first time. You know, we thought we, you know, uh, <laughs> the sky is limit, right? But then when you hear the no, you know, the no is really bad. You know. When you get denied by someone, right, and it's actually causing us a lot of uh, negative uh, feeling, and uh, but then again, you know, we get over that, right? Over the time, you know, I continue to raise funding. You know, you you need to learn how to accepting, you know, accepting the no's, you know, from people, right? People may say no to you, but that's okay, you know, because you have to think that, you know, uh, they have different kind of uh, expectation, they have different kind of thesis, right, and. Um, You you a different way, you know. So maybe they don't you know, see the same thing as you. So it's okay, you know, if we don't match, right? So you got to take it easy, you know. You really need to do that. Gradually, you know, we always starting out from uh, raising funding from my sister, right? And uh, uh, so she funding the company just a small amount, right? And then we start to see some friends, and and that's how we grow the company, right? And then there's a company called Blue Seven that I started, right? So. It's always go like this, you know. I raise funding from family and friends first, and then after that, you know, I raise funding from NGO groups, and then I raise funding from uh, VC venture capital, and we were able to get uh, a lot of money, you know, over you know maybe thirteen million dollars from uh, DFJ Vina Capital and uh, Mega Chips, which is a strategic partner in Japan, and also Misumi in Japan. So you know we we got a uh, very good uh, very good traction right there. So you know the company go through different stages, right? And um, you really don't want to rush right away and raise funding from the top one, from the big one, right? Because they have different expectation. So beginning, I always recommend that you know go with angel investors, go with crowdfunding, and then moving up, you know, to strategic partners and then to venture capital. So, from your perspective, and you're based on the base area, on the Bay Area, right? Yeah. So, is there any any like networking group or organization that you feel like it will be a good place to be for people that are looking, you know, to start fundraising for their ideas? Yes. So, there's a uh, many kind of uh, uh, agencies or firms that will help you know entrepreneurs to raise funding. Now, uh, the first thing you should go if you just have an idea is that you go to. Uh, Some kind of maybe like an angel list, you know, or maybe Gus, you know, Gus.com. You fill out, you know, you fill out your information and then your presentation, you know. Uh, if you have a video, you know, then you submit it, right? So they will send out, you know, they have a platform, so they send out information to many angel investors, right? Um, so that's the first thing I recommend you you go is that you know looking for some of the agency or firms, companies that can help you. Uh, some even some contractors, you know, some consultants will be available to help you, and you can find them, you know, on LinkedIn. Actually, you can go to LinkedIn and you can looking for those people, and they working for equity or success fee, right? So those those people you should work with them because at the beginning, you know, you don't know any investors, right? You don't know any VCs. So that's the key thing is that looking for help, you know, looking for company that can help you. Okay, and and is there any, for instance, here in the Dallas area and the DFW area where I'm based at, there is a, a an organization which is called the DEC, and they basically what they do is they try to connect angel investors with entrepreneurs, right, with for very small initial uh, investment rounds. Uh, so, is there anything like that uh, over there in the Bay Area? 
Yeah, yeah. So we have here, we have like a gus.com, uh, you know, angel list, right? Uh, you can just go there and enjoy. Uh, even, you know, crowdfunding equity, uh, equity crowdfunding, like for example, you know, crowdfunding, you can see like Kickstarter, Indiegogo, you know, and equity funding, like uh, equity crowdfunding, like the WeFunder, Republic, Star Engine. So there's a, actually, there's a many platforms available right now for uh, new entrepreneurs. Good. All right. Well, I think we're getting to the, uh, you know, last portion of the episode and we want to touch a little bit about, you know, the future of fundraising. And if there is, if you see any, you know, technology or tools arising that is going to make the process a little bit easier for, for everyone. I see that, you know, the, uh, in the future, you know, raising funding probably, uh, first of all, during this year, probably tough, you know, because there's a recession, right? Um, and, um, But then again, there's still many people want to invest, but they can't because they don't belong to any, uh, you know, VC firms, right? So I do see that the potential here is that the crowdfunding platforms, those, you know, crowdfunding platform can be expanding even bigger, right? So that, um, you know, so that anybody can invest uh, or even accredited investors can also put money into there. And um, so it doesn't have to be VC anymore. You know, I do see that the potential here is that you can go to the Internet, right? And then just go to some website and then just, you know, apply for it. Okay, apply for that with your ideas. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with that. And, and I think that, you know, the Internet is going to keep allow us to, you know, expand our reach. And, or, and you know, things are going to change and they have been changing for the last couple of years. And, and I feel like they are going to, continue to change yeah and so that that's a that's an interesting point and I'm, i'm also curious to see how that unveils um on the next couple of years because there are a lot of new you know business opportunities all over the place and you know people are getting more into you know trying to get their ideas traction and you know materialize that's that, that, that's one more thing i like to mention you know is that yeah. you know beside beside those uh, platforms um i think entrepreneurs also Uh, can consider grants from government and uh -huh. also loans. You know, those are a few things that, you know, a lot of people kind of think that uh, is not available. But nowadays, you know, government are trying to helping. For example, like if you're developing chips, you know, you're doing semiconductor, right? <clears throat> Then you should consider, you know, uh, grants from the government. There's a many kind of uh, grants available out there that you should consider. And also loans, you know, you can do that too. You don't have to really... Uh, waste your equity. Yeah. Yes. No. Absolutely. And I think as as we get off this uh, recession or whatever it is, what's happening on the macroeconomics of the country, borrowing money is gonna it's gonna go you know down a little bit again, and it's gonna be cheap. I'm doing quarter marks here again, as it, it used to be a couple of years ago. But yeah, I, I guess that we we could talk a lot about this topic. So that's why Hung, we're gonna put your contact information on the episode description so people can reach you out if they have any further questions on this topic. But before we, we finish the episode, is there any, any thought or, or advice that you would like to share with the audience? Yeah, so um, I, li I like to share with the audience that, you know, raising funding is a very difficult process, and uh, especially during the recession. So uh, you need to be diligent, uh, patient, and persevere. You know, do not give up because sometimes you may get some negative comments, some negative feedback, you know, that's okay, you know. I mean... Uh, Uh, we don't think the same anyway, right? So don't expect that you always have uh, positive feedback, right? Uh, so keep going, you know. 
Uh, and second thing is that, you know, you've got to think about extend your, your runway because right now it will be harder to raise funding. So your spending need to be controlled. You know, your spending need to be managed properly so that you can have more time to raise funding, right? So the key thing is that, you know, control your spending so that you can extend your, your runway while you're raising funding. And I, I wish everybody uh, best of luck in fundraising and creating, you know, new products and uh, new ideas. All right, Hang, it's been, it's been a pleasure having you. Thank you for sharing your thoughts and your experience with us. It's been amazing. Thank you. Thank you very much, Mariano. So for the audience, we're going to have Peter Yobo as our guest on the next episode. He's going to be walking us through the process of growing businesses after the fundraising stage. Remember, you can listen beyond Alchemy on all the available platforms. And if you want to know more about Making Sense, please visit our website, makingsense.com. Also, please make sure that you follow us on our social networks. I'll see you in the next one. Bye.